Just Earthly is a podcast for the nature lover, environmental enthusiast, outdoor adventurer, free spirit, and seeker. We belong outdoors, where we find union, belonging, inspiration, and at home with ourselves, each other, and our planet. We go inside to go outside. We go outside to go inside. We gather for self-healing, world healing, here on this earth. Welcome to the Just Earthly Podcast. My name is Mandy Metzger, founder of Interland Botanicals, and I'm your host. All right. I am so excited to welcome Iris of Envision Positive to the Just Earthly Podcast today. Hi, Iris. How are you doing? I am doing really good. The sun is not as strong as like, you know, summer sun anymore, but I'm I'm grateful that we still have some sun left today. Sun is always a good thing. <laughs> I it actually rained a little bit here today and they were calling for sun, but the plants needed it. So I'll take it. Iris, do you want to tell me a little bit about what you do? I am a full-time maker. Uh some people call me artist, but I feel a little uncomfortable with that because I feel like artist is like like fine art, you know. To me, I'm I'm not like a maker. So uh, that's what I do full time. And my focus is uh, to promote veganism uh, through my art, through my messages. And I'm on the road a lot. I'm trying to go to all the veg fests that I can reach. Um, right now, my husband drives me to all the veg fests that we can drive. And I have a friend in um, Maryland and she also do um vegan event so i sometimes would fly out there if to whichever event that she she does and then we go together i love that i'm just going to do a little side note here for those that are listening um listening in here that i actually met iris at the link serve veg fest and um i've kind of become like a little veg fest groupie of yours basically <laughs> a little quirky thing is that i've been wearing some of Iris's earrings that she made usually for my just earthly podcast or for YouTube videos. So um, do you want to tell us how life is like on the road for those events as a maker? To me, um, being healthy is very important. And so being on the road is make it even more challenging. I don't know how other people do it, but when I go to events, most people who who follow me on my journey, they know that I actually don't eat uh, much at the veg fest. It's hard, it's so hard to buy healthy food at events like that because for some reason they really focus on I don't know more junky food. And to me, when I'm on the road, is is more critical for me to keep my health even healthier, so I can combat all that. Know, fatigue from driving you know that's one of the things I do like we if we if we travel for a few days um we always bring food with us or cook on the road getting like a really expert at cooking on the road I actually heating things up while we were driving don't do that <laughs> <laughs> I I love to go to events I love seeing people I think it's just so rewarding to 
to see how people interact with the work that I do. It just like really filled my heart with so much love and gratitude to to see people respond and like give so much love in the thing that I do. And uh, and that's why I really love uh, go to events and seeing my my supporters and um, and then we become friends like that. And then like next year, like Pittsburgh was my first um, event this year, and I met so many wonderful people. So I'm really excited to like go back to those events that was my first time, and meet so many beautiful people there. Um, you know, I met you at Lancaster. I think like Lancaster was my well love events i met so many people like they were so nice to me and they would become like really good friend now like they follow instagram they always like interact with me and and i feel like i i can actually call them friends you know not just like like i i actually remember their names and stuff like that so um yeah it's so rewarding and it just feels like really wonderful to meet people and interact um, with them in person instead of like just on social media or essay, you know, people don't know me, know me. Yeah, I get that. There is something always just truly uplifting about meeting people in person. Like there's nothing that, and I think a lot of us can kind of feel that even with the pandemic life and how we are so used to maybe doing things by zoom or you know not seeing people in person as much and there is that aspect to human connection in person that's just really magical so yeah would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert I'm curious that I kind of a little bit of both well, maybe a little bit both. I mean, like I, I enjoy being by myself on my walks, and yeah. but I also enjoy walking with friends too. So I think I'm a bit of both. Um, and I love seeing people. So, but yeah. not too much. Like, um, you know, <laughs> I I'm probably the same way. I feel like I'm a little int- introverted, but I'm also like a little extroverted where it's like, I love, love people, but I also need that time to kind of just draw back and go within and just be me. Mandy time, I call it. So um, I'm curious, going back to how you were saying that you make, you're getting good at making food on the road. What, what do you, like, how do you make it? And like, what do you make? I'm just curious. It's very consistent. And it's, it's whole food plant-based and it consists of um, root, like potato, and then can go with rice, beans. And so that's like this, the, the second part. And then the, ter- the third part is fresh, um, like zucchini, broccoli, like, you know, like doesn't need to be cooked that much or doesn't need to be cooked at all. And then the, the top part is the salad greens gotcha so we just rotate whatever vegetable in the season and that's just that's just how we cook i don't cook with any oil um and no added sugar like just just whatever is in its original form and you know a lot of herbs yeah oh yummy that sounds good yeah. <laughs> we taught 
my um why well, call her Kaya. She's stepdaughter? I, I don't I don't I don't use these terms so much, so I don't uh and to me she's like a really good friend. Um what? but you know a stepdaughter. Um we taught her how to cook and now she's she's been cooking since maybe eleven, twelve. And now she can cook on her own. She's been cooking on her own for um for a long time. Now she she cook for her entire family, and That's she cook whenever she comes to see us. So teach, teach you know like teach them how to cook early, and they will know those basic things. Yeah, that's amazing. How would you say that your work connects with nature? As you know, a lot of of a lot of my work are inspired nature. My goal is to make as much of earrings that in fruit and and veggies form constantly adding i think my latest one is the artichoke and the broccoli like they were really popular but i have not had time to even post them on on essay um and i know that i promised someone that i would post the pomegranate i think that was a month ago so if, if you this i'm so sorry i'm working on it <laughs> all i do is inspired by nature um and i really believe that nature is is the only source that actual heal us everything else help you know but i really think if nature can't heal i i believe that very strongly in nature yeah i love that that's what this podcast is all about yeah. Self and world healing through nature. I will say that I picked up the broccoli earrings. Veg fest. So if you're watching on YouTube, these are the broccolis. I was just, it's funny because I even said um, earlier, it's like, ah, oh, I really should have gotten the artichoke ones while I was there. But I'm going to have to find you at another veg fest in order to get the artichokes. So <laughs> to get them on Etsy. Or Etsy. Okay. I'll keep my eye out on there. I think I have to get the. I don't have the pomegranate ones either. So definitely gonna have to keep an eye on your Etsy again. A lot of the work that you do is around veganism. So I'm assuming, as I said, I'm assuming you're vegan. Do you want to tell me a little bit about your journey with veganism? Um, so before I start answering, uh, don't quote me on anything because I'm really bad with remember numbers. But um. <laughs> because I answer my age wrong all the time in front of my husband and he always give me this look that I'm wrong um, <laughs> but I pretty sure I became vegetarian in 2005 um, and my father um, you know he was vegetarian back then too and he constantly talked about vegetarianism and how it's you know, healthy and all these things. And I wasn't vegetarian back then. And I got really fed up of hearing it. And I told him, okay, fine, I'll be vegetarian. From that moment on, there was a commitment. And I truly believe that um, just because I make the announcement, the, the force, the universe force helped me to um to go all the way 
I had no struggle with with anything. I don't miss anything. Um, the transition was so easy for me. Like it's just like that, and I was done. Um, and we, my dad and I, we both became vegan like maybe a year after that. And you know, it's been what two thousand five. Do the math, maybe. 16 17 years yeah um yeah that's how and then you know like when i became vegetarian i didn't know much about any of the animal cruelty um so i started learning and then became vegan and learn more and become um an, an activist um we used to go to a lot of um demonstration like i work with dxc i work with i don't know why named dxc but that was the only one that like popped out of my head but there's so many local PETA, like there's so many local um organization that i work with that i did um, my activism with and you know go to slaughterhouse um yeah uh went to slaughterhouse was really challenged for me because you think you prepare you think you knew it all yeah but the moment you face face to face with a giant dead body it was just like you're just like frozen um mm-hmm. um so i don't really do that type of activism anymore um I, I mean, I still go if there's opportunity, but I focus more on my work and I focus on more working with farm sanctuaries. Oh, you know, it's interesting because I feel like activism can take different forms. And I feel like what you, the work that you put out there, even um, like the one sweatshirt that you have, might have to remind me what it says about the, um, Oh my goodness. The sweatshirt with the milk um mother um dunk islands um against other female. Yes, I love that. Like I feel like the work that you do is a form of activism, you know? And there's no dead bodies in this bag, one of your totes. I put my I put a lot of love and and effort into um Form well, my husband helped me a lot with um the messages because he's, he's uh. really with words, and you know English is not my first language, so it can be a little challenge for me sometimes um but I've become to uh accept that and be really comfortable with that that is okay. I don't have to be perfect at speaking english and um Someday English is just like struggling. Someday I just don't want to speak because I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, and I think okay because human we don't need to is more about feeling instead of what we say. I mean, it's matter what we say, but it we connect to each other through our expression, through our feeling, and through our um our moods and everything so I think it's okay to not have the perfect word to say at the perfect time and that's okay 
Oh, I think you're doing an amazing job. And even like with your husband's helping out with that, I, I feel that it inspired like the, the work that you put out, it does inspire feeling. So I think you're right on there. So um, thank you. Yeah, I love it. I am wondering what inspired your idea for this business? What inspired Envision Positive? And how did you come up with that name too? So um, I think when I came up with the name, it was Positive Envision. And uh, my husband was like, that's not proper English. And uh, so it became Envision Positive. Um, so yeah, so he, he has helped me from day one. Um, actually, it started when um, we moved here to Madison and uh, I was working this part-time job and I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't feel good in the heart. So, and you know, he was able to support both of us for me to start jumping to doing my own business and just like starting from day one. Um, but um I think I was always a very crafty uh, little kid when I was, as, as far back as I remember, um, I grew up without electricity. And so we, a lot of time we just sit with, um, what do you call that? That, that lamp, that just um, the oil lamp. So like the lid would like have a lot of charcoal on it. So I would use that to do drawing with it. Um, so uh, I I remember I was always like drawing, cutting, tracing, like all these. I make my own toy when, when I was a little kid. Um, and when I get older, I, you know, I think I saw one of my painting when I was in um, sophomore year. And that was the end of my painting life. <laughs> so it didn't go that uh, far. Um, but I was, I was always take art class very serious, and I love, I love, you know, anything creative. Um, and so some of my friends encouraged me to to make things and sell them, and I was like, really? You think people would would buy them? And so I did. I started, and people really supported me. And to be honest with you, it's kind of embarrassed to look back at the thing I did back then. I was like, it's so, I don't know. It's just like, wow, I can't believe people actually support and bought my stuff. It, they don't look, they look really, I don't know, like childish. Uh, but people support me regardless. I guess they they love the, the, the vision that I had. Um, I mean, I still have the same vision that we started with. And um, one of the reason my, the, one of the main reason that started Envision Positive is I want to be able to support farm sanctuaries um, with the money that I earn. But, you know, like be, before it's actually going, um, I wasn't able to like making money wasn't my focus in, in life, um, but I wanted to be able to support them. So I would make stuff. So, you know, the, the farm sanctuary that I donated stuff to, 
they were able to use that for their fundraising and and i'm still doing that um i love that actually i have like uh, maybe four farm sanctuary that i need to make stuff for um maybe five i don't know i, I need to look at my list but i recently i just made um a hundred ornaments for um, stardust farm sanctuary in illinois they haven't they haven't posted yet but um i already made it because it's they ornament so it will be for holidays um but that 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 is how i started envision positive and really want to able to support all these beautiful creatures uh, i really believe uh farm sanctuaries animals are ambassador of peace and love and this new culture that we can have you know um ahimsa culture you know like mm -hmm. uh, non-violence uh, and that is the story behind envision positive to promote veganism to expand the, the vegan world we have to like we have to put the money where where is support veganism it is such a positive thing you know and just giving back to just that reciprocation is all it always puts out like something positive and good out into the world too it's actually really funny that you say that you had originally called it positive and vision because sometimes I do pause because I actually want to call it that <laughs> and I'm like no it's the opposite <laughs> So that's really that's really funny that we're aligned with the like the same energy with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, maybe you know, it's not so, it's not so much um in the word, but it's more yeah. about the that you put into the work that you do, um that people remember. You know, so they might remember the the word wrong, but the energy is there. Yeah, it definitely is. And I feel like everything you do just has this very positive energy and just you have like this positive energy about you. And I, I, uh, and this is my honest, um, um, this is my honest thing to say that when I'm upset, when I'm angry, when I'm like, don't feel good, I don't make things. I don't make my work because when I, I want to put in all my love and good energy, good thought. Um, I even say um, prayers or like, like good energy, good thought into my art because I think that's, people gonna receive that um, when they wear it. Yeah, I definitely have. <laughs> I definitely have received that that good energy from you and that is truly made with love so you know you see things that oh, that says that it, it's made with love but I think that's really it's really unique that you and very mindful of that you choose not to create when you're feeling like how you said how you're feeling angry or different emotions that might be a little bit more um negative like that that's really it's really mindful because I feel like a lot of people have and makers you know you, you have that pressure of you know even like you 
having these festivals that you do, um, where you're on the road a lot and you're busy and you just have that urgency almost and that pressure on you to, to create. So it's really, it's really neat to hear that. And I think that, um, like, I know that there are things that I can make that bring me a lot of money, but if it's not aligned with my my mission my vision and my energy I won't make it even though I know they would make me a lot of money but I think that's just a little bit of um selling out my soul so I don't think that really vibe with me and um I mean like sometimes I would make things that just neutral yeah but I think are very vegan focused and like all the um, i all the items that have message on them we craft like we craft them really well and all the message are to provoke people to think about veganism and maybe hopefully to change them and help them to go vegan yeah it just kind of like puts that energy out there to to do better and it's like a little mindful reminder as well with wearing your earrings or your sweatshirts or your vegan hat where it's like that that little thing that you can come back to to remind yourself to to continue to do better in this world thank you beautiful thanks so much for sharing iris so i always ask this question as part of all of my podcasts. I'm wondering how you heal through nature. I know sunshine is my number one important. Like without sun, well, without sunshine and water, we we're nothing. Um, and that's why it's so difficult for me to live in Wisconsin in winter. Um, yeah. So our goal is to not be here in the winter. We need to be in the the traffic in the winter, and nature can heal us so easily if we allow it. You know, just like just looking at the leaves dancing in the wind. If we can just take, just remove our all of our stress, all of our burden, and we just observe, it heals instantly if we allow it. Um, but I think nowadays we are just too busy with too many things, you know, especially with smartphone, with social media. Um, I think it just take away so much um, of our time. And I, every day I make sure I go out in nature because without it, we get so overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, like when I'm like really busy and stressed out, and I told my, my husband, like, I got to go outside. Like, it doesn't matter what. Like, I just got to go outside. And then, like, everything get better. Like, everything become better once we out in nature. So um, I definitely encourage everyone to go outside. It doesn't matter how busy you are. At least 15 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. If you can, because, you know, we, we want to connect to that that earth you know the the real source of the good energies and um and and just let nature does 
that's that's her thing because she's so amazing. Like you don't have to, you don't have to ask or anything. She will heal you instantly, and just be grateful because, um, you know, when we give gratitude to to the unseen. I don't know this this universe. It's just like give us back so much. Those are beautiful words of advice, and I just love this. So those of you who are listening will not be able to see this, but as you were talking, I noticed that the sunshine behind you and the sunshine here yeah. behind me just got brighter. <laughs> it's like. The sun heard us, heard you talking, and um, is providing some reciprocation and appreciation of that. So it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so important to get outside. Like you said, even for fifteen minutes, I feel I feel you exactly. Like just going outside for a little bit definitely can make you feel so much better, even on your busiest of days when you think you can't. So. Those are really good words of advice too for listeners to just get outside, um, even if it's for a little bit. Iris, do you want to tell us how people can find you? I just want to say thank you so much for supporting me since the day you met, and I'm really grateful for this uh, this friendship, this connection. You know, like we we how we met and and everything. I'm really grateful for that. And it's like for small business, it's so important for for um, for us to survive by just spreading the word of mouth. And um, and you can find me on social media. Uh, Inst- you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Etsy, all under Envision Positive. I will also be linking that in um, in the episode description and also the YouTube description. So we'll be able to find you in those three places by just clicking on the link. And I really appreciate you, Iris. And thank you so much for sharing your story today and keep doing good things out there in the world. Thank you so much.